0: Hello, my friend, and welcome to TFU News and Views. I am your host, Anthony Bricali, owner, operator, madman, behind TFU.info, the website, the Toy Archive, this podcast, Transformers University, the YouTube channel, and so much more, and welcome to a very special, rampant speculation episode of TFU News and Views, and the reason Uh, I wanted to do this episode was I had a few things in mind. Uh, Something kind of hit me uh, pretty hard the other day and I wanted to just speculate a little bit on what the next either part two or part three I'm guessing I'm going to say part two but if it's not part two then you can uh, save this for part three because I still think it'll fit by then either part two or part three of the War for Cybertron trilogy. Uh, What are we going to get after Siege? Now, we're probably going to hear about that at New York uh, Comic-Con. And of course, uh, if you know tfu.info, you know the YouTube channel, you know that I will be there at New York Comic-Con in October, uh, first week of October, covering everything for October 2019 at New York Comic-Con. So please make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash tfu.info. Now, over my time, interviewing john warden and ben montano from hasbro and particularly john warden because he's the one we're going to talk about today i like to tell people he drops hints i've realized this he loves to work hints into uh his interview whether he does it uh consciously or not um not entirely sure but uh there has been proof of this uh just i went and dug back so we're going to do a little bit of uh Historically, some of John Warden's hints about what was coming from the Transformer brand over time. Now, we're going to go all the way back to Toy Fair 2016. So, February 2016, uh, over three years ago, uh, we spoke with John at uh, New York Toy Fair. This audio uh, appeared on uh, Radio Free Cybertron. Uh, This was long before I had a. Um, podcast of my own and uh, just give a quick listen to uh, the hint he dropped in this conversation.
1: We, we talk about Nautica all the time. There's a, certainly a big fan following for that. Um, with, a t- with a tight turn line, we, we typically plan everything out about a year in advance. So when I design the tools, I want to make sure that I can make the best tooling economy out of them. Um, we recognize there's lots of female fans out there and and i certainly love nautica in the series and she's cool but i can't really comment on that at this time
0: now he totally name dropped nautica um multiple times in that in that answer and uh that's important because uh, just a few months later we got a uh, nautica figure in the titans return line um toys don't get planned that quickly they get planned years in advance so there was no way uh that conversation affected whether or not nautica was going to be made nautica was going to be made at that point in time and this like i said this is a series of hints he's dropped over the years um fast forward to september 2017 the first and probably only Hascon. uh my own personal interview with john Um, I asked him what he was reading at the time, and, and keep in mind this is just after they announced Power of the Primes, and he told me this.
1: Honestly, I've been watching a lot of episode one of um, of the original tri- uh, three part episode a lot, where they're on Cybertron and they're they're stealing energon out of the pipes and things like that. I also really like the Rebirth. I know it's a contentious episode, but I think that's a really good one as well. Um, and I'm also a big fan of Call of the Primitives. I think that's a really cool episode as well. I'm a big fan of the Cybertronian modes, and and um, I'm also just I'm really I really like origin stories in general. So. Hear, hearing about the origin stories, again, you know, I remember watching it as a kid, but as an adult, when you go back and watch it, it's still a very powerful story, um, and it's really, really well done.
0: And as you can see, he, he straight up mentioned uh, the, the opening uh, three episodes of the show, uh, which was basically uh, the hint for War for Cybertron Siege for the uh, line we currently have on the shelves. Now, we're going to fast forward just a month or so later to New York Comic-Con uh, 2017. Um, now, I don't have this uh, in audio form, but the interview is over on AllSpark.com. Uh, if you search John Warden, New York Comic-Con 2017, AllSpark, you should be able to pull it up pretty quickly. Um, he mentions in the interview, one, that the at that point in time, in October 2017, the line was planned out through... 2021 so not even through the beginning uh or all of next year but also the following year the second and third parts of the war for cybertron trilogy but he also mentions rung by name and uh he mentions him pretty pretty um i was there when he said it i didn't do the interview but i was standing next to uh uh, the reporter from allspark when he was asking those questions and and john was pretty emphatic about uh using the word rung and the name rung and what did we see this year at san diego comic-con but we saw a figure of rung and uh that is the first figure of rung and maybe not the only figure of rung you never know right all right so we're gonna fast forward now to just a couple of weeks ago um john warden did an interview with uh slate uh and their podcast working and uh he mentioned uh, a couple of interesting things that I think are worth breaking down. Now, part one here is uh, is something conceptual. Uh, and here is a quick little sample from that interview. Give a listen.
1: So sometimes in Transformers, the craziest ideas are the things that defy expectation. And a lot of times it's defy reason. So you could have a Transformer that transforms into... A bear, but that bear also transforms into a airplane. And then I'll think to myself, oh, okay, how would that even work? So you have a bear, a bear plane a, that turns into a plane that has turned into a robot.
0: Okay, now the ridiculousness of a bear airplane uh robot, how no one said barrow plane in this conversation. They said bear plane. I did they did say that, but they didn't say barrow plane, which is totally a great name for uh this fictitious figure uh that John's talking about, and I think uh come new york comic con we need to uh start making the hashtag push for bareroplane so uh, let's do yeah what uh before unicron uh get bareroplane made uh you tell me what you think of those hashtags, and we'll figure out one to use now he aside from this bear aeroplane robot that he mentions, and I think that one's important, and we'll get to. Uh, a couple of reasons why and a couple of examples why he also mentions uh transformers as a historical brand and how everything is uh every iteration is somebody's first series and he mentions it like this
1: a brand is big and huge and awesome as transformers has 35 years of incredible storytelling and there's all different generations of fans that are into it. You have the 80s kids like me that are into what's called G1 or you have the 90s kids that are into Beast Wars or the 2000s people that are into, you know, the Armada or or the movies. And all of these things kind of lace together in a really beautiful way. And I think part of what we do isn't just creating toys, but it's also kind of building on that wonderful nostalgia and the promise for what's to come next.
0: Now, the reason I find that interesting um, is the four things he mentions are G1, movie, Armada, and Beast Wars, right? Now, those are the exact same four things that appeared on the connecting posters in San Diego Comic-Con or at San Diego Comic-Con 2019. Uh, Those photos went out online on the transformers official instagram as wallpapers you can go check them out i posted them on my twitter feed at tfu underscore info um they were connecting a series of posters and they each corner or each quarter of uh the poster represented one of those four but it's it's the the verbiage used and the terms used that i think are important here so that those posters it was g1 beast wars armada and bumblebee movie um now Let's eliminate two because they have, they have things on the shelves right now. And that is G1, right? Which is basically where War for Cybertron Siege sits. And Bumblebee, which is movie, which is studio series. And they all kind of sit together there, right? So we got those. Now, Armada. It's an interesting term to use. Armada and not Unicron Trilogy. Um, not really acknowledging the the following two series that come with it um i think that's because of brand confusion i don't think they want brand confusion who does right what brand does right and with the unicron figure out at has lab you don't want to say unicron trilogy and with a trilogy on the shelves you don't want to say the word trilogy and confuse people about multiple trilogies so they say armada and in a sense unicron trilogy and armada are being represented in the current tour line we have the Uh, ode to the Cybertron Optimus Prime with the Galaxy Force armor uh, on the shelves. Um, There's hints in the design features towards Armada and towards Minicons with the MicroMasters. Uh, There is the artwork for Hound, which was um, clearly uh, Cybertron Defense hotshot. Um, And whether or not we see that figure is still to be determined. But that leaves one odd group out. And that is beast wars um so those of you who want to rejoice at possibly beast wars being either parts two or three of this now's your chance and i'm saying beast wars with a very broad stroke here because i don't think it's strictly characters from uh, the beast wars era but beasts in general and here's why here's why i think beasts are going to be a big part of either part two or part three well let's start big titan class right we have one titan presumably left if they're going to do it and that's going to be scorpionok robot city scorpion right there you have a beast style character right secondly late g1 if we're going to approach into late g1 with generations and start filtering in some of these late g1 characters we have things like the pretender beast in Catilla and Chainclaw, a bear who does not turn into an airplane uh, but really should <laughs> uh carnivac and uh the feral hog snarler um in selects we're seeing the Peronicons. uh presumably they'll be brought over here as part of selects in the u.s um pretenders for the most part are beast characters uh yes we had a little quick stab at them in power of the primes but we didn't have full-size stabs at them and the decepticons really all kind of fall into those beast character modes um the second year ones included with octopunch and bludgeon um and even on the autobot side with longtooth so you have a chance here to do pretenders uh in a more modern form and why is that important getting to it in Cyberverse, right, I, uh, the the current Cyberverse line has characters that wear armor and uh, beast characters in particular, uh, Skybite, Cheetor, Gnaw are all making appearances in this line. It's not too far-fetched to say that Cyberverse is being used as a testing ground for what they will do in Generations a year or two later. You do the simplified version in Cyberverse and then amp it up for Generations a year or so down the line. So, and we have precedent for this. We have precedent of things appearing in one line earlier and then showing up later uh, in a different line. For example, Generations Brainstorm. It was like the you know proof of concept for doing Titans Return and for doing Headmasters uh, again. And then you know, in Combiner Wars, we had Buzzsaw, which was a Titans Return figure, released early into a previous line. Coming up in Siege, we have Ape Face, which is a robot that turns into a beast, which turns into a vehicle. So you have something here that's kind of akin to, or, you know, the first year of Transmetals and Beast Wars, and akin to late G1, which is where they're headed. Um, you know, beasts would also give us a chance to do more Sharkticon bodies, uh, you know, or you know, the Quintesson guards or anything Quintesson related, even, you know, actual Quintessons. Uh, which fit really well into the Weaponizers size class uh, of this series, uh, that if they continued with Weaponizers and just did Quintessons that don't transform because who the hell cares if you get you know, a $20 Quintesson that looks like the cartoon model, uh, I think everyone would be all for that, and that's something you can do really easy with 5 millimeter points. And that brings us also back to one other thing. If they want to continue into late G1 and dip their toe into G1 Japan, Death Saurus, a beast. He's a dragon-ish thing, and, and the G1 toy is kind of not very good at kind of defining what he is. But he's got a robot mode, a vehicle mode, and a dragon mode. And that was a character that was part of the fan vote a few years back. He's also a character in the Earth Wars video game, as is Star Saber. And why am I bringing up Star Saber? He's not a beast, no. But this whole series, parts two or three they're not going to be all beasts then there's no way in my mind I see Hasbro doing that they're going to balance this out as partially beasts and partially um robots overall and familiar robots at that but there was a photo going around the internet uh last month of the commander class jet fire figure and how similar he could be to star saber um and when you think about that 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 could work as a retooling and John Warden has dropped hints about Star Saber uh, for many years now, uh, continually talking about one of the designers who currently works for Takara is the guy who designed Star Saber. Star Saber is coming at some point, so why not do it where he can face off against Deathsaurus and have one or both of them at the commander class for an entire year? And the Brain Master gimmick, when you think about it, it's a robot that goes into a larger robot. It's pretenders to some extent. And then when you think about the one last piece we saw at San Diego Comic-Con, MicroMaster Combiners. So they're going to delve into that to some extent, which is pretty cool because we might get an Euler and Slide. Uh, if you're fans of the Optimus Prime comic or, or the old Robots in Disguise book, um, that's pretty neat <laughs> um, to get updates on those characters, and especially if they're going to dive into the previous IDW continuity. They would also give them the chance to do Gimlet, alongside of them so as you see we have this whole grouping of characters here that could fit into an upcoming line and for the most part cohesively make sense together for a year for a handful of waves and so that's why i'm rampantly speculating i'm calling it now this is august 2019 um you know what in october if i'm wrong you tell me i'm wrong but i'm going to tell you wait till part three and if i'm wrong for part three you can tell me i'm wrong again Um, (laughs) but I think this is it. I think there's going to be some sort of beast series or beast component to the upcoming series uh, announced at New York comic-con 2019 in October. And once again, you can catch tfu.info at New York comic-con. It's barely two months away. uh, Online on the social media and on YouTube. And how do you find all that? I'll tell you really easy. If you don't know already, Twitter is where you can find me. That's usually where I'm chatting up something about Transformers. That is at TFU underscore info. YouTube.com slash TFU info is the channel. It's where you'll probably watch this as a video uh, or check out the podcast uh, in their video form. Facebook and Instagram, either one of those. com slash TFU And of course on the web at www.tfu.info. The world's longest running transforming toy archive. And we are just coming up on our, doing the math here, 17th anniversary. Wow. (laughs) From the official launch, not from the soft launch. So, before I take off, I want you to tell me what you think. Uh, Hit me up on the social media. Hit me up uh, in the comments of this video and tell me if this sounds correct to you or if this sounds nuts. And if this sounds nuts, tell me what your idea is. Not what you want. Not what, you know, oh, I hope this happens. Wishful thinking is fun. This makes sense, given the evidence we have. So present to me your counter argument. Tell me why something else makes more sense. As always, please subscribe to this podcast and to Transformers University, my main podcast where we break down the history of Transformers and talk about why we love them. We're currently cruising through 1986. Just covered the 86 European toy line, and we're going to make a leap back Uh, to the U.S. toy line uh, next week with some other fun stuff coming up. Of course, we talk comics, we talk cartoons, we talk Transformers the movie. We talked that one a lot this year in 86. It's all there on Transformers University. You can subscribe to that and this wherever you get your favorite podcasts, iTunes, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, and uh, YouTube, and more. So please subscribe, give us a good rating, and uh, tell people about us it's the best way to grow the show and it's the best way to make sure the show keeps on happening until next time i am your host anthony bucali owner operator madman behind tfu.info see you